0: You are listening to Processing Trauma Out Loud, conversations about trauma and healing from two women who are doing the work. My name is Jeremiah Jones, and I'm the producer of this podcast. In today's episode, Cher discusses her journey from not being able to cry over her own painful stories to now being able to honor her tears of grief. We often feel if we let our tears come, they will never stop. But in letting our tears come, we can release the pain we've held in our bodies. Listen in as Cher allows us a glimpse into her story of tears and invites us to be curious about our own story with tears.
1: Hi, welcome to Processing Trauma Out Loud today with Cher. Candace and I have been talking for a while about changing things up a little and we are very aware that there are two things that people really don't like very much. We don't like change and we don't like when things stay the same. And so Candace and I decided to just take a risk and change some things up a little. And we want to bring you a few episodes now and then where just one of us comes on and shares with you some things that have been on our heart. I also want to thank you as our listeners for being here. Candace and I love doing the podcast. As you know, we love everything about story work and story work has transformed our lives. We know that a lot of what you do in story work can be costly. Working with a personal therapist or working with a coach or being a part of story group, these things do cost money and we want to bring you really good content through the podcast, knowing that it costs you nothing. And that is our heart's desire to to bring good, valuable content that can really help you in your journey toward healing the effects that trauma has had on your life. So thanks for being here. We love and welcome your feedback. And we just ask For you to let us know. What do you think about this today? How do you feel about one of us coming and just talking with you individually? So, today I want to talk about my journey of being able to cry. For most of my life, I was not able to cry. Now, I could watch a movie and cry my eyes out, I could watch anything dramatized and the emotion would just overcome and overwhelm me. I could even cry with other people from time to time when they shared aspects of their journey with me. But pertaining to my journey, pertaining to my story and the things that I experienced in life, I was not able to cry. And it's something that I remember back even into junior high, feeling like if I could just cry, I would feel so much better. And I had such a desire to be able to weep and let out those emotions that felt like they were building in my heart and soul and body. And yet, they wouldn't come. Even when I made space for it, even when I tried to think on the thoughts and the, and the hurts the tears would not come. And this continued to be something that I really desired all through the years, because I had this sense that if I could cry, I would find some release for the grief that has been building, building, building up in my body and soul all through these years. I didn't know that beginning this most recent chapter of my journey would bring about the various aspects of components that really have helped me be able to cry. And I want to share with you today four things that I think have been instrumental. And here's why I think it's important that we talk about this. I think that everybody, I believe that everyone who has childhood trauma in their story struggles with emotions in one way or another. It might be that your emotions are very strong and you are able to be very expressive and maybe you feel like you can't control them at times when you wish you could or you couldn't hold back at times when you wish that you could. That's one end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum is people like me who it's hard to access our deeper emotions. For me, it wasn't just tears. It wasn't just sadness. It was also anger. I was not able to really feel or express my deep anger. I just want to make it clear that I understand it's not just tears, but it's emotions of any kind, if you wish that you could experience your emotions in a different way, perhaps something that I am bringing here today will be meaningful for you. So the first thing that I want to talk about is beginning story work. And I know you have heard us mention this so many times, but I want to bring it up again and risk being redundant here. For me, story work changed my life. There are many different aspects that you can do. You can find a group. You can do story work coaching. You can begin just writing your stories. And there is a great book that helped me begin this actually several years ago. I don't know when the book came out, but when it came out, I got it. And I began working through the book and the workbook, actually writing my story by myself in isolation many years ago. And that is a book by Dan Allender called to be told. And it just really helps you, helped me begin to write out my stories and begin to identify what are the stories that I did experience? What were the themes of those stories? And it began to make sense to me, but it was many years until I actually joined a story group and began doing that exact kind of work with leaders and with others who were also doing that same kind of work. Moving towards story work is number one. Number two is take a look at what it means to lament. There's a lot of information out there about what does it mean to begin to just pour out our feelings. I began to do this through journaling. And when I started to become aware of my stories of harm, I and and I wrote them out and I shared them with my story group and I saw their response. I saw their anger and I heard them express their anger it helped me really consider why do I not feel the anger that they feel? And I began just experimenting with journaling about my anger, even putting words that would seem like they would be the appropriate words about what I would be expressing if i were feeling this anger i began just putting words to it and playing a little bit around with poetry about it over time and i think in conjunction with doing story work i found myself moving deeper into lament and it was hard it was it was exhausting work it was it felt so foreign to me in many ways but it was so good to be able to express Outrage and fury and anger at the people who had harmed me with intent to harm. Sometimes, maybe not with intent to harm, but people who could have protected me or rescued me and chose not to. So, the second thing that I think is really worth exploring is lament. The third thing that I want to talk about is attunement. And the last couple of our episodes have been on attunement and misattunement. So if you didn't hear those, go back and listen to those. Because attunement or being in a space with someone where they hear and see my pain or hurt or struggle, and they move toward me in a way that lets me know that They get me, they hear me, they see me, they're moving toward me with some aspect of a desire to soothe and a desire to help me know that I am safe and that I can move toward a sense of security in my life. And those four S's that we have talked about over and over on this podcast, that attunement is when another person moves toward us with the intent to bring good care. That for me also came through story groups and then working with a story coach. I had experienced it also with friends at times, with a therapist at times, but it particularly came together for me in the context of me sharing the particularities of my stories of deep harm And when it was then and there that people were able to speak their care, when I knew that they had heard me well and seen me well, even in some ways better than I could see myself because I was still guarding in some ways. But to feel their attunement has been hugely life changing for me. So, attunement. Find someone who you can share with who is able to hold your stories and contain the largeness of the emotions that are right to feel. Someone who can keep focus on you and not turn focus back to them immediately. These are some of the things that are really important with attunement. So number one, explore story work. Number two, explore what it means to lament. Number 3, find someone who can be with you in your stories, in your harm, in your big emotions and really attune to you. And then the fourth thing that I want to talk about that I think was has been really profound for me in my journey to being able to cry is having a community who I meet with regularly who also weeps. They weep for their pain and for their stories and for the harm that they endured. And they weep with me for my stories and my harm and the things that happened in my life that brought such deep harm and so much struggle as I have become surrounded by people who also are able to weep and learning to weep, and learning to lament, and learning about attunement. We are on this journey together. One of the things that we say to each other over and over is, you are not alone. And those words have become so meaningful to me, and, and I know to all of us, but to not be alone. Because as you know, on this journey Of discovering our childhood harm and healing our childhood harm and becoming honest about our childhood harm, it can feel so lonely. And to come to this place of knowing that I am not alone and it is not just an intellectual knowledge, it is something that I experience in my life now, day by day, week by week, with my community who are sharing this experience with me. So those are four practices or experiences or aspects of my journey that really have helped me go from a place where I could not weep to a place where I am able now to weep regularly in ways that bring about a release to my soul and my body That just feels so good and feels so caring and feels so healing. That's what I wanted to share with you today. And I hope that you find this helpful. And let me know, let us know how you feel about just me coming on alone today and sharing some things with you. I have loved just being able to do this. I love you. I care about you. And I want. For you to experience all of the healing that is available to you on your journey of overcoming the deep harm of childhood trauma.
0: Thank you for listening to Processing Trauma Out Loud. Make sure to check out the show notes for links to suggested resources and social media. Like, subscribe, and follow to keep up with our weekly content. And if you don't mind, take a moment to rate and review us. Your feedback is extremely valuable and contributes to the success of this podcast. One last thing. If you have found this podcast helpful in any way, or if you have questions on how to take the next steps on your healing journey, please reach out to us via email at CandaceShare at gmail.com. That's K-A-N-D-A-C-E-S-H-E-R at gmail.com. Music was created by Kayla Paxton, and our sound engineer is Jeremiah Jones of Out Story, LLC. We welcome you to join us for more conversations soon. Take care.